0: Welcome to the Secrets of Success Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, this is going to be a little different show. I'm just going to chatter, to have a conversation with you, the listener. And so first of all, The focus of this first part of the show is gratitude. So I want to thank everybody who has listened to an episode, is listening to this one, might listen to another one in the future. And I just want to say thank you that you would share your time with me and also the guests that we typically have on our show. So just wanted to say thank you. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the opportunity for this concept of podcast, being able to reach out to anybody, anywhere around the world 24-7 with a message that hopefully is encouraging others to go to the next level. And when I think about personally grateful, you know, as the president of CRG, which is the sponsor of this show, this last year has been quite amazing. I host the three-day personal mastery and assessments certification. And I just pinch myself sometimes at the end of the three days because we go for 12 hours to 14 hours. We go from 8.30 in the morning till 10 at night. And said, boy, that's crazy. Well, what we do is we go to the dinner hour and then the evening we have interactive activities. But people at the end of that always said, this is the best program I've ever been to. And so I'm just grateful that we really have progressed to a point where the experience is transformational for the individuals in the room, no matter sort of their background and the people in the room become good friends and connected and deeply connected in a very short period of time. In one of the lessons that I've learned from that, if you're listening that is just evident in the certification when we get to day two for sure, the end of day two, and certainly by day three, is that people really deeply want to connect if given the right opportunity and the right environment. And they want to go deep, but they don't because maybe there isn't a structure, a process, or a safe place to just be. And so I'm just thankful that uh, our certification has really developed and evolved into that kind of experience. It was acknowledged as one of the top 10 certifications, train-the-trainer programs in the world by hr.com just a couple of years ago. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for CRG has some really core people on our team that have been around for uh, some time now. And I know, uh, you know, Adrian, our senior programmer, he has been transformational in converting the online experience so that now we have an API, meaning uh, application protocol interface, So all our digital assessments and tools could be hooked into anybody's LMS and be able to be deployed. Eleanor has now been at the company for well over 30 years and so making a difference there. Bridget's been there for eight. Uh, Chris is now um, around two. And then we have many people around the company who serve us around uh, doing podcast editing and doing uh, social media and doing um, uh, podcast admin and editing of our content and our posting and our web developers and on and on it goes just uh, no end to different desktop publishers our printers for our book as we go back to the printers for our third printing of Wire you more like me so i'm thankful for that that we have sold out of two full printings and now actually i don't know if we want to call it the, like fifth iteration of to more like me But it's certainly going to be the fifth printing in the history of the book, Everett doing the first versions and myself doing the the current versions, is that has been transformational as well. And family, you know, having, being a father of a son who is doing well in real estate and having a beautiful wife and just Alana, so Tim and Alana, and my daughter being in a, a profession that she loves, those are the things that I certainly am grateful and thankful for. So the question is, is what are you thankful for, you know, at this time of the year, at this end year? Now, you know, the Western world uh, celebrates Christmas. Other people are Hanukkah. Other individuals are uh, not of that sort of belief system. But the global economy has a bit of a lull, has a bit of a breather, as much of the developed world takes a break for Christmas or the holidays or whatever you want to call it, so my encouragement during this show is just saying, okay, what is it that you are most grateful for? Now, you've heard this on other shows before. Gratefulness, thankfulness is one of the top three characteristics to that lead towards well-being, and so if you don't have a grateful or thankful heart then it's going to be very difficult for you to have a feeling of well-being. Now, I was at an event with actually my colleague, Dr. Mitch Javidi, who was teaching uh, FBNAA, so, you know, law enforcement individuals. And this concept of well-being is different than wellness. You know, well-being is just this holistic, how do I have this just deep satisfaction in life, not just well, but also well-being in that it expands on that. So my encouragement as you think about 2020, now you could be listening to this show anytime and with legacy shows and you didn't, you know, listen, listen to it for a year. It doesn't matter. All these principles apply. It doesn't matter when you're listening to it, but you know, what is it that you are grateful for? And even if the things are not well, then you have to kind of focus, what is it that you are grateful for? So let's say your left leg is broken. Well then to be happy that your right leg didn't break either and you know, be selective in it and don't be badgering yourself with all the negative news that's out there. So that's the other thing that I want to encourage you is that if you want to have a grateful heart, it's pretty difficult to do it when you are listening to and watching to the news, all the input with all the negative things that are going around the world is just screen yourself. I just go onto my app. I never watch TV. I shouldn't say never. Rarely, rarely watch TV news anymore because I don't know what's coming. I'll go on my app, see what I want to read, watch what I want to watch and done. It's it's done and it's set. So encourage yourself on that discipline as well. Now for the balance of this shorter version show, I just want to encourage you or share with you character traits that I want you to consider for 2020, for what 2021, whenever you're listening to show, just character traits to consider period. Now, by far, I am not perfect on these, but when I did the research for my book, The Quest for Purpose, a lot of times I was we were talking with different leaders and guests over the over the past four years doing over 175 episodes now. So we're getting close to 200 is that they wish people had more character, that they had character and just not just skills that it's more than that. So the 10 character traits, and I am just going to briefly mention them that I want you to consider for going forward that all of us can benefit from one I've already mentioned which is gratitude and thankfulness is that these are baselines for success in life no matter what you do what career where you're at even you know as a not even as but as a parent or somebody that's doing volunteer work or retired doesn't matter all of these apply so the first one is forgiveness you know forgiveness of self forgiveness of others really been going through some of that even myself of certain dynamics, things that were said and done to me where I really have to let it go. And I don't forgive to forget, meaning that what they did is okay. I forgive so that I can move on so that that person doesn't still have hold of my life and is influencing me in a negative way by not forgiving. You're eroding your life, not theirs. And so just regardless, I'm not saying that what they did was okay or that it was fine. But get on with it. Don't let them continue to destroy your life or affect your life negatively. Number two, which is interesting because we we talk about it that lacks it in leadership out there is this concept of integrity. You know, we, we see it in politicians where when I do workshops, I ask about credibility and I said, what profession has no credibility in your eyes? And they say politicians. Well, why is that? Well, the behavior is, is they say what? People want to hear them to say they never keep their promises or rarely. And so the profession really is not being authentic. And so my encouragement to you is that operate in integrity, you know, develop that as a core value. And so when you come to a crossroads of a decision to act in integrity or not, it's not going to be something that you're going to hesitate about. You're going to act on straight away. Uh, When you think about the next is, it's more about a belief system than a character trait, but is worrying about what others think about you. Now, we all want to do our best to build relationships and relationships matter. They matter a lot. In fact, they matter more now than they've ever had just because we have this remote society. And so building relationships is paramount to our success in life. But if we worry about what other people think, uh, we will never move forward our whole life. If I was to have redone CRG based on everybody else's feedback at different times, then the company would be theirs. It wouldn't be mine. Now that's not from a self-centered point of view or that their feedback didn't have legitimacy, not at all, but that was what was important to them. Not necessarily. It was important to me. And so I do believe in masterminds and getting counsels and association, which is one of the next, character traits, but we can't be taking uh, opinions, unsolicited opinions from individuals who are not qualified and giving them credence. You just need to be able to block that out. And then sometimes, of course, it could be some from the closest people, from family members or friends, that you're not doing something because you're worried about what they're going to say or think uh, because of a decision. I still remember when I left the farm or I left my sales job, the family really was not all that happy about it. They said, you know, you have a sales job with a car and an expense account. What else do you need or want? And that was 31 years ago. And of course, that was the right decision. The next one is this love of learning. It's it's actually sad to know that, know, that less than 15% of people actually read a book after high school or college. So 85% of the population is not reading. Books. So um books is not the only place, obviously watching YouTube videos or listening to this podcast or whatever way that you get your learning. But just that is one of it is that just be curious. Just devour information. You will feel energized. And I mentioned this research about well being. I was really quite shocked to find out or discover that people who love learning, that is one of the top three contributors to well being because you're constantly growing. Even if you think about those that are getting older and you think about your degradation of your mind or your thoughts or your memory is that by reading, by learning is that you counter that. So just devour, uh, learning avoiding distractions is another character trait that I just want to mention is that there are so many shiny objects. There's so many possibilities that, it actually could be overwhelming. It could actually be burdensome. There's over 40,000 job titles in North America alone. Well, how could you I mean how could you even investigate all the possibilities? So part of being fulfilled in life is also this area of being focused. I remember when I had seven different businesses, the reason I had the seven businesses is that I was insecure in the way that I didn't think any single business was going to fulfill me. And I was wrong. I was misguided in my attempt to have all these startups, and of course you can't have all these startups, a couple of them went bankrupt because there was just not enough energy to go around to all these different businesses, is now that I'm focused on what I'm called to do, which is to help others to live, lead, and work on purpose through CRG, my speaking, training, consulting in this podcast and other things, uh, then just controlling the distractions in your life so that you don't get overwhelmed. The reality is, is that it's very difficult to not only focus but to get things done when your mind is overwhelmed with different possibilities and distractions. There is no such thing as multitasking. So this idea that I can multitask has is, is been proven by science to be not possible. So with that, that doesn't mean that you don't have multiple things to do, but you can only focus on one thing at a time, and then you can move back and forth or create some variety if that's important to you, but keep that in mind as far as what are the things I need to cut out so that I can have some success. The next one is interesting because it's called humor. So when I do large programs, when I, I'm not good at telling jokes, and I don't ever pretend to be that, but... Being witty and funny and interacting with people is just a hoot. The energy in the room by having some fun, having some people laugh once in a while just transforms. And in fact, that's when uh, Cousins, Anatomy of an Illness, when he proved many, many years ago in his book that healing came from somebody who had lots of humor. He was watching all these old rerun movies and that humor and funny is actually great for your immune system. The opposite of anger and being down is going to affect your immune system negatively, but humor on the other side is positive for you. And by the way, so we would just say, hey, lighten up, eh? Like, give it a break, have some fun. The next one is uh, the character trait of persistence. A lot of times people think that you just get there overnight. Now, I've been doing this for 31 years now, over 3,000 presentations, and it was just a few years ago, around year 23, four, five, that another level was achieved in my speaking and training. Now, I think it was just being immersed in this information for so long, um, doing that kind of work, but also a level of maturity that started to evolve as well, where you just had fun serving, and there was another level that was attained. So that was through being persistent by continuously after it. You know, you don't do something for a week and then say, and give up on it. A lot of times people want to have a microwave life or microwave, uh, business or relationships is that persistence pays off. And so my encouragement is, is that if you're on the right track, if you're doing what you need to be doing, uh, yes, get some help, get uh, the power of association, which is the next, uh, habit is, you know, bring people around you that can mentor you. Get into uh, a group of some sort of mastermind group, if that's what you need to, or reach out to an individual who has gone way beyond you, that you trust their advice and their experience, that, you can go to the next level. I I would say my growth in life has been most when I've had a coach or when I had somebody around me. And that's not always the case because I'm moving so fast. Sometimes I uh, opt out of some of those things, but it's when I'm hanging around my peers or in a mastermind group or with a coach that I go to another level. The other one is that power of association is that, you know, you don't want to do it alone. You don't want to be on your own and that's where, you know, some of the work that my uh, partner Mitch Javiti is doing where people that are senior people in law enforcement, they need somebody to kind of connect with. So those come into play. Now, there's lots of other things that we covered, but I promise that this would be a shorter show. I just want to encourage you that 2020 could be the best year that you've ever had, that you matter, that the people around you matter. I, hey, I forget it. I'm telling you this because I need this more than anybody. And the other one is, is that you're an important person on this planet. You have a difference to make with the people around you, with your family, with your friends, with every single person you meet, is that you're going to be leaving some kind of impact. Is it a worthy one, one that's positive, or is it something different? So I just want to thank you, the listener, for being here. Maybe it's your first time, maybe it's your 100th time, I don't know. And I just want to thank you for being there also want to thank you for your words and support and I also want to thank you for the work that you're doing to make a difference out there in the world somewhere somehow If you like what we're doing always like to hear from you leave a positive comment somehow or another you know because it's interesting podcasts can be consumed that becomes a mystery did it really make an impact? We don't know not that we need it but it's good to hear. So that we know, so we so we have even some kind of clue on it. There is gonna. I have some amazing guests that are already lined up for 2024 our podcast show. I just did a bunch, actually four of them prior to doing this show that we interviewed today. We have uh, some others that are already being edited, and so if you know of a transformational uh, guest. Uh, we'd love to hear from you that we can at least vet and see if they fit our show. And if you have a podcast that you're hosting that you are looking for a guest, then there's a fit we'd love to be a guest there. Again, thank you very much. You matter and keep living and working and learning on purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes.